Hello and welcome to the Kosh. I'm your host Timber Smith, and uh, the Kosh is a podcast that highlights people who have had an association with Oshkosh or the surrounding Fox Valley area. Um, once again, I am super excited to be here with you, Kosh listeners. How are you doing out there? I hope everybody is doing well. Um, you know, it's been a good year. You know, we're we're wrapping up the year. Um, it's been been an excellent, excellent year. Or actually, by the time you hear this, it will be the new year. Um, I just want to say thank you um, so much for continuing to listen, to tune in. I appreciate you all. Thank you for the emails out there. Thank you for the feedback. Um, I I'm always shocked at who I run into, and they're like, "Hey." you know, are you Timber? Yeah. And they're like, oh man, I heard an episode. And I'm like, oh my God, that's just amazing. So thank you, Kosh listeners out there. But know that, you know, uh, I have said we're going to be making some changes here in the new year and uh, we're going to, we're going to get better. We're going to continue to transform, get better, grow our audience um, and actually expand where our guests come from. We're going to get a little more Fox Valley, I think, in the future here um, and bring in as always, interesting guests. You know, I'm not quite sure how we get so lucky to get so many interesting guests, but once again, you know, it, this is a thing. Um, people enjoy the opportunity and the conversation, and, and you know what? And I enjoy being able for them to share a little bit about themselves. Um, so, as you know, I am too excited, as always, about who this week's guest is. And once again, I have screwed up because I did not ask my guests how to say their last name. And as you all know, <laughs> I slaughter last names. Um, and you know what? I'm not even going to try to slaughter this last name because this guest here is a good friend. Your so, next guest is Morgan Ringeisen. <laughs> and that's right. Morgan. How you doing over there? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. It's a beautiful Friday. It's a nice day off of work. It is. It is a nice, wonderful, wintry Christmas. Hey, you know what? There is something to be said for that. Like, there is, I'm, I'm along that lines of, uh, there is a, a bad day off work is better than a good day at work. You know. I don't know. I get to do a lot of cool things at work. So yeah, oh, <laughs> that's fair. I do too. I get to do really cool things. I get to meet really cool people, but I feel you, you know, some of us are, you know, I, 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 we're lucky. It, it takes work to get there. Cause don't get me wrong. I know that feeling though. Cause I've been in at a lot of, uh, we'll say subpar jobs <laughs> hey. and, and where it was work where it's like, you know what? I don't care if I'm getting punched in the throat. That still sounds better than doing this right now. <laughs> Bruh. Oh yeah, you ain't lying, bro. <laughs> that's, that's facts. Uh, I, 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 you know, I feel very much like that Drake song. I started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Oh, fair. Yeah, and 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 not that I'm here. Here, I'm not trying to say that I'm up up the ladder or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, I'm I've come a long ways from uh, working at Chuck E. Cheese and frozen custard joints and McDonald's. Cause I didn't did it all. Rocket Rococo's, you know, I, 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 I'm come from humble hustle. You don't need to be at the top of the pillar. If you're already moved up, that's all that matters. <laughs> hey, this is true. This is true. Okay, Morgan. Uh, are you ready to jump in? Let's do this. Let's do it. All right. All right, Morgan, uh, can you please share a little something about yourself and what is your connection to the cash? Uh, my name is Morgan Ringeisen. Uh, I guess, um, 
quick cliff notes, proud Army veteran and an engineer and, I guess, side hustler now, too. Um, my connection to the Kosh was first in 2006. I got assigned to the 1157 Transportation Company, the Wisconsin Army National Guard, mm. here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and <laughs> deployed to Iraq. That's a good unit. <laughs> it was a phenomenal time. Um, like, yeah, I essentially drove... I drove a 5K fuel tanker around Baghdad, and I couldn't have asked to do it with a better group of people. Like, if somebody knocked on my door tomorrow and said, hey, you got to go do that year over again, done there. Wouldn't even bat an eye. Yeah. But after that deployment, um, came back in 07, uh, spent a year in Texas, and then I came back and got a physics degree from UWO. And then after I graduated... After that, worked for a small flatbed company here in town, and then I recently went back or my mechanical engineering technology degree, and I'm now a test engineer at Oshkosh Defense, so I get to help put Oshkosh's name globally. <laughs> oh, you know, that's a really good way to put that. That is sweet. It is fun. I get Right now I'm a part of the test and development department, so I get to work on a lot of the prototypes, and I get to work on a lot of the stuff that even Uncle Sam hasn't seen yet. Oh. And it is a fun place to be because there are some interesting Interesting things happening Bruh. with the company. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't imagine because, you know, that that there, if you're at the prototype level, bro, that's got to be the sweet, sweet stuff. We spend a lot of time, well, the one big misnomer that people have about R&D is a lot of it is like, yeah, there's some prototyping, but then you also have to make sure that any errors that come up with your current product after it's already hit the floor, right? you got to make sure that those come on. You got to find solution those. So that's a lot of ours considering We've got a lot of products with Uncle Sam. Like right now, I think we just had a board meeting uh, about a month ago, and we have 90% of the wheeled vehicle market with Uncle Sam, and that is just a huge, huge boon to the to the company. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of respect for Oshkosh Corp. Um, there's a lot of great people. Uh, I've got an opportunity to meet a lot of great people, and when I was in my former role um, serving veterans, um, they – they step up. They don't they don't talk about it, they about it. Yeah. The one thing that I love about the company is like compared to a lot of other places I've worked, like every year you get a certain amount of time off to go volunteer, which that's the first I've heard of many companies doing that locally. So they they encourage you to go volunteer by saying, Hey, you don't have to worry about taking the hidden pay. Go off and do something good for the community. And that I think says a lot to the quality of the of just the organization that's there. Yes, yes, I agree with that. That says everything about the organization. Um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Darcy out there. Uh, Darcy, shout-out. That is uh, somebody who's in my field over there at Oshkosh Court. So, you know, you appreciate it out there. Um, Morgan, where are you from, bro? I am actually originally from the Holy Land. So, well, oh, wait, those wait, of you, Jerusalem? No, not quite that far east. <laughs> I'm in the Near East. <laughs> um, I grew up on the east side of Winnebago in a small town called St. Cloud. It was a little town of 500. And, like, the big thing was so if you wanted your town was incorporated, you had to have a church and two bars. Yeah. If it was unincorporated, you only had a church and a single bar. So, like, oh my God. For a while, Fond du Lac County didn't have population signs out on these small little burbs. So somebody took and did the did the Lord's work and they put their own up. So one of the towns was St. Joe was its population was not many. The next neighboring town, Marytown, population more than St. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> 
what? Yeah. Like, I, I can't even make this stuff up. And it was it was fun because, like, any time that I went over, like, back home, we used to have a cottage over on Wolf Flake on that side. And time I went over there, it was just, you got that nice home feeling. Like, I know there's a lot of times where people from a small town like, oh, man, I want to get back out in the country. Don't get me wrong. There's part of me that likes that, too. But part of, like, what keeps me in Oshkosh, it's the biggest small town I've ever lived in. Because, like, you find your community in this town, and it, it there's, there's literally no difference. Because you find that still that same amount of caring and concern that you see in a small town where it's just, like, there's only 500. Well, there's, what do we got, like, 66,000, something around yeah, there? Uh, yeah, we, we might have grew a little bit. We might be around 68,000 or so. But, I mean, for that big of a city... To not feel like a city, I find awesome. That's why I love Oshkosh. <laughs> That's facts. I, I, well, you know, you already know I got a lot of love for the Kosh. <laughs> yes, um, I, I love the pace of life here, and people don't understand that. But if you lived, you know, from in a bigger place, there's something to just things moving a little bit slower. Well, it's kind of like. It's very, I don't know if the word is laissez-faire, but it's very, um, what is, whatever it will be, will be. There's a lot of times where, like, yeah, you can work hard, you can hustle, and that'll get you there. But it, there's also a lot of people that are just like, you know what? I've got my place. I'm happy. I'm content. How are you doing? And being around that is it's just, it's nice to be around people who are con, who are happy and satisfied with where they're at. Satisfied. Like content isn't the right word. Satisfied is the right word. Yeah. Cause content is like, eh, it's okay. No satisfied. Like I choose to be here. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Everybody, everybody don't want to be on the mountaintop. See, I, I remember being younger and being like, Oh man, got to strive, got to do better. Got to hit, hit everything. Be the best. Yeah. You know what? I'm starting to enjoy and know how nice it is to just sit on the beach in my spot in the spot in the sun. And you know what? This is my uh, quote unquote beach. <laughs> yeah, master mastered the spot and enjoy being a master of that spot. There is something to be said about finding a spot in life because man, does life just get that small amount brighter that day? <laughs> it does. It really does. All right, you ready to jump in? Let's do it. All right. First <laughs> segment. What in the world is going on with? This is where you start off with the statement. What in the world is going on with? And you tell us what's on your mind. What in the world is going on with conspiracy theories? I swear, if I wanted to be a self-made millionaire right now, I would have invested in rental trap 10 years ago. Bruh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> I mean, the amount of tinfoil hat theories that are flying around right now is just absurd. Like, I can't believe that the Flat Earth Challenge is still a thing. Like, how are people still debating this? Like, I love seeing that meme of like, oh, man, this is real awkward. We see every other planet is round, and there we are, just a sheet of paper. Like, how? How do you still believe we're flat? Uh, I, you know, I have nothing. I I, I want to say something, but I, I don't have anything positive to add to that because I'm just like, you know, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. And see, that's a part where it's just like, I, we want to tout ourselves as humanity as a whole. Like, we've advanced so far in the last hundred years. Like, literally, like, we're halfway to Star Trek right now. Between, like, we've got, uh, what is it? All we need is faster than light travel and teleportation. We're there. We've already got, like, the tricorders and, and uh, replicators. So <laughs> wait, it's wait, like, wait, we've got billionaires who just are like, yeah, I got I got a couple billion. I'm going to go to space. <laughs> you want to hop my space ride? Let's right. go. I'm yeah. Bezos. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, hey, you want to go You want to go to the moon? Hey, come on now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I at least have to appreciate, uh, well, at least 
show my respects for Elon Musk because, like, yeah, he's putting in the work to try and make things available for a lot of people. But I don't know. I, I'm going to – I kind of want to stop on that one because, like, Elon, that could be a touchy subject with some people. <laughs> well, we d- we're we not scared of touchy subjects on here. We, we But, you know, you we'll take it as far as you take it. And yeah, then if we don't want to take it, we ain't going to take it. See, the one thing that I enjoyed recently is he tweeted out, like, yep, here's what I paid. Like, he literally just lifted up his skirt and said, here's my tax records, public. There's, everybody's warning about, like, do I pay taxes? Here you go. And But, I mean, his concern is, and being a business owner, is like, is it being used it to its best effectiveness? Which is, like, that that is a fair concern when you're talking to a government of just, like, is what we are investing in you being used effectively to help the people? Like, because that's their purpose. Their purpose is to help. But if you just see it getting skimmed off the top and none of it ever gets back down to the people who need it, yeah, I'd probably have some gripes too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of along the lines like um, none of it's going to be perfect. And anytime you have a system, people are going to take advantage of it. Uh, right. Touché. You 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 can't have any system. I don't care how big or small it is. Look, if there's 10 people in the system, two people are going to find a way to, to, to take advantage of the system. Right. And so you don't throw out the the baby with the bathwater. Like right. if it's helping eight people out of the 10 people and two people take advantage of it, you don't cut off the system. Yeah. Well, you, I, mean, I mean, it's like the old thing, like. You're not wrong, but I don't think it's right. Like, yeah. It's just, it is what it is. Right. And then it's just a fact. Like, it doesn't matter how well intent, um, whatever it is, it always, there's always going to be somebody who takes it. We saw it in COVID, you know, when oh, they came out with night. the, yes. yeah, you know, when <laughs> they, they, they do a good job of creating these funds to try to keep businesses afloat during during the challenging time, right? And what do you have? You have these people out here who take out the, I don't even remember what they were, PPP loans, and they go out there and they're going on vacation and buying Lamborghinis, you know, doing whatever they do. And, and the bottom line is, though, you don't get rid of the program because you have these couple, several, you know, a small percentage of people who took advantage of the program when it's helping the greater good of many people. Um, it's kind of my frustration with um, programs that are for um, those in need, like, 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 uh, I don't even know what we call it anymore. Uh, the food programs. Oh, like food stamps and stuff along those veins. Yes. I, I don't think they, they don't have food stamps because now they got cards. But <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody it, that's somewhere everyone can at least relate to and understand yeah. what you're talking about like i personally i find it sad that there's somebody who can work a 40 to 60 hour a week job and still, still need, need assistance it. like right and it's not a matter of like, like them not trying like they're obviously putting in the work yes but they don't have, when they're spending that much time at work they don't have time to spend time either a doing a little bit of the planning to save some right or B, doing the education so that way they can move up to a higher spot in the pillar. Well, not even that. I mean, if you actually look at the cost of living right now, it's kind of bonkers, right? And so, like, we were, I was just having this conversation <laughs> uh, with another guest, and, and you'll hear that episode. And we talked a little bit about money. And, and what the talk is, is, like, rent is ridiculous right now, right? So, like, let's say you have a regular, uh, let's say $40,000 a year job or so, right? You pay rent and rent is somewhere above a thousand a month, 
Yeah, for the average place in Oshkosh, two bedroom place. Yeah. Then then you throw in insurance, you throw in a car note, you throw in all of this stuff, and pretty soon there's you. And if you went to school, you got some school loans. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You don't have extra money. Extra money. <laughs> Right. And and even though 40 sounds like a good there was a time where that was a really good amount of money. Right. That ain't anything. That's, that's nothing like, nowadays. That's like getting closer to the poppy line than it is getting away from it. <laughs> right. And you're just scraping. You're scraping. Um, and 40 is a lot of times an entry level entry level job nowadays and, and not even 40 30s really mid 30s in, in a lot of cases. Oh, yeah. And, and so that's and, and it sounds decent until you actually got to get out here and make it all work and then it doesn't add up well it's not even so if you're paying rent unfortunately you're kind of just like letting that money go to the wind versus zoning home but i mean the a lot of times now even just to get a home now like it's right now this market's been crazy over the last year and a half somehow people have that extra money where they're buying it up as investments and just running the market up and yeah not exactly a fan of it because I'm looking to buy a house myself here. Set yeah, down roots. <laughs> I, I hear you. But I mean, even then, I mean, it's, it's, it, and you're right. Um, it's, it's just a little bonkers. And so like, I, you know, those people out here who think like the numbers are different numbers today. The numbers are very different today than what they used to be. My first apartment here in Oshkosh, I paid two twenty a month for one bedroom in a three bedroom place on Jackson street, all utilities included minus internet. That was 2008. To find a similar bit nowadays, you'd have to have about five roommates, and you're still paying about 400 a month plus utilities. Or plus. Yeah. Yeah. If you were lucky to five four. four. Oh, and I, I don't had, even know if that exists. I had the best landlord at the time ever. I like. I almost wish I never would have moved out of that apartment because shout out to Dick and Carol Miller. Um, nice. They let me do their. If there was something that needed fixed, like I don't know, leaky sink, toilet wasn't working, they let me do the work and just said, "Hey." Give us a receipt for your parts. We'll mark it off next month's rent check. So I could even get it fixed right away. Yeah. And it was just a wonderful setup. And it was like, that was part of the community. That, oh, and any time around Christmas, Carol would just come and drop off cookies at the apartment. Like, I was the only one oh. in the three-bedroom place. Bruh. Like Seriously? Yeah. It was awesome. It let was me a, give a shout-out to Carol. Yeah. Drop me <laughs> off some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> she was. They were amazing because then every year, like, Comparison to a lot of the other college properties, like they always improved one bit on that building each year. So, like one year was new siding, next year was new windows, next year was new carpets. Like every summer is like, hey, is there a time that you're going to be gone? And like at the time I was still in the guard, so it was like, yeah, I'll be gone for two weeks. Great, hey, just have this room cleaned out. Here's what we're planning on doing. Oh, dude, it was sweet. I come yeah. home and it was like a new house every time. And I'm not trying to knock uh, our property owners out there at all. I understand. Look. Yeah, properties cost different money and you got to do what you got to do and you're in it for a reason. So I, that's not it either. I'm just saying like these numbers are, are different and I think there needs to be a bigger awareness like that. Um, it doesn't all add up as, as good as it used to. Like it, it it's, it's, it, it's expensive. The bar shifted. Like the, the bar has greatly it, it, shifted. And that's one thing where I don't, nobody, there's a lot of people who Analyzing, there's going to be some case study 10 years down the road. It's like, what happened during the corona lockdown? Why did this happen? Yeah. And people will read about it in college, but now yeah, I'll leave that for the future. Yeah, fair enough. Let's let's live in the moment. 
Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, my what in the world is uh, going on is what in the world is going on with seltzer drinks? Oh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then here's my thing. Okay. I, there's, there's like a billion flavors and, and why are these youngsters not abusing their bodies like we used to? Like, like I come from the day and age of, <laughs> wait, wait, you can laugh, that, but you know, I'm about to, I'm about to day, I had to walk uphill both ways in the snow with the forties uh, each wait, time. And it was Mickey's. Wait, wait. <laughs> Facts, actually. That was a lot of facts, actually. Uh, yes, I actually used to walk in in blizzards with with 64 ounces of Mickey's. <laughs> Wait, they made 64s? Oh, you never knew about those? Dude, what? Yeah. Or they were like in like that half gallon. I only knew about forties. Like no man, they had the they had the ones that were like uh, they were like almost in a little moonshine jug. Oh, that? Yeah, that, that was a thing. I've never seen that. Oh, yes. Well, back in the day, it was a thing. Okay. All right. And so there's, you know, there's so much, you know, these kids nowadays, I don't know if we were just uh, too wild or if these kids are really smart, but I mean, this seltzer stuff ain't bad. And, and all I remember was 40 ounces, Mad Dog 2020, uh, Cisco Night Train, and, and other things that no matter what you drank, you were going to pay. You, oh. you never felt good the next day. Flesh these kids. Vodka. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. And all I'm thinking is, you know, these kids. Wait, 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 wait. Why they're not even torturing themselves with these white claws and seltzer whatnots and and they're yummy. I'm oh, not no, even bad about this. Like, you can get turned on seltzer. You can get real lit. And the like I guess maybe that's like the best part. I can see why. Because like how nice is it to be able to be like, yeah, man, I I tore one off last night and I'm going to eight o'clock class and I don't have a headache or a stomachache and I can be a productive individual. I mean, come on. Let, I'm not actually. I'm gonna plug one. Shout out to Adam Craner and Carbless for being the ready to drink cocktail. Yeah, that's seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's actually. Uh, I went to high school with him, and he actually put in the work, started his own drink company in the middle of like this seltzer boon is mm. in a big. So if you're in Oshkosh, I know more than a few uh, establishments and churches around here have it on the menu. So that's right, right. Oh, let me give that definition out there for Kosh listeners <laughs> because you may not understand the full lingo. And in, in in this world, uh, churches is your regular libations establishment. So like, if you go there. Three, four times a week. That's church. That you because it serves it serves a lot of the same purposes. You know, your bartender is who you confess to. <laughs> if anything goes wrong in your life, your 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 bar slash church will be the one that fundraises and helps your family out and looks out for you. If you're missing, your church is gonna go find you. Your so bartender is gonna be calling your phone going. Hey man, you're right. You missed your Tuesday happy hour. <laughs> yeah, that's that is facts. So you know, that, just so you understand the lingo out there. No disrespect to churches out there or those who are religious out there, but uh, in this world of the cash, churches are your local drinking a stab. See, for me, I think the first time that I ever started referring to a, a bar as a church was when Mabel's burnt down because it felt like my church burnt down. It was the most spiritual place I'd been to in a while. Mm. <laughs> mm. I haven't even been to the new Mabel's. It is nice. It has like this Vegas feel. Like he did a really good job with Sean uh, Sean Felker. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
he did a really good job with the place, but like for me, he was used to the old school, like hundred year old building with like all the crazy stuff on the walls, and it was very dimly lit. It was kind of like those videos you see of like a baby not recognizing their dad after they shave, where it's just like. <laughs> This, this isn't my dopey old dive bar. Like, I, I, this is too bright. Like, I, I can actually see my shame in here. Oh, <laughs> this is true. No, that's so but it was it was nice because like actually I'm glad to see him bring it back and like the city that actually let him build on the old footprint. So he still has that same sort of skyline effect of like, yep, he still got the sign off the corner just like the old days. Like, yeah, the building's a little bit freshened up. But it, it's nice to see him make it back and start bringing that back to Oshkosh because that was like that's that's part of what you know kept keeps me around Oshkosh. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Mabel's is was a great establishment. I used to love the uh, the martini menu. That was a nice, affordable martini menu. And there's been a few days that those bomb pop uh, martinis uh, might have got your boy. Oh. See, for me, it was always Mystic Rivers. I know those are still on the menu. I don't know about the bomb pops. I'd have to double check because I don't think I've seen one of those poured in a while. But then again, I'm not spending as much time at church as I used to. So. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it doesn't that happen to us all? That's part of uh, the, the aging game. So uh, to those youngsters out there, you and your salsa drinks, I don't know whether I should praise you or resent you. I'm, I'm trying to figure this one out. And know this, I have one of those individuals in my household that is my daughter. Uh, that this is, the, you know, and, and even she, she's on the borderline, right? Because she's like, I remember my freshman year, we were drinking like UV. And this is, oh, that was like, night. now see, UV is worthy of saying that's trash. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's that's horrible for your body. That's worthy of youngsters. I can just feel the hangover and Brimley's coming on after that. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, shout out to my daughter. Uh, yeah, but but you know this this new this new breed this new breed is on some different. So I mean, you can't really knock them. Like, I mean, they're elevating their game from us. I mean, you stand on the shoulders of giants. We're the giants. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you know you know what I'm gonna say. Bring back the 40. Somebody needs to bring back the 40 ounce. Actually. Dude, business idea, seltzer and a 40. I think so. I think so. I think uh, the the 40 ounce of seltzer might, there's a, you know what? There's a space for it. Hey, it's more environmentally friendly. There's less packaging. See? Facts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, any company out there, if y'all do this. And you are listening to the Kosh. Look, I ain't saying I need a cut, cut, but I need need samples. I, yeah, I'll take free samples for life. Thank you. Thank Good you. <laughs> All right. Okay. On to the next segment, word association. This is where we say a word. You tell us what comes to your mind. Are you ready? I am set. All right. Food. Chicken wings. I don't know why. That's just like my, that's my comfort food. That's my go-to food. Is that the go-to of go-to? Yeah. My hard part that I have is, like, I remember when Wingers was still in town where you could get, like, they used to have, like, dime or quarter wing night. Actually, Wingers, Wingers is one of my favorite wing places that was here in the Kosh. Dude, we need a really good wing place. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have my own little gripes. Bar, you have really good sauces, but your wings, they tiny. <laughs> they tiny. Tiny wings. See, yes. Some people, some people like that. Touche, and they hey they do well for themselves, but I I want a really good wing place, not beat ups. Beat ups is chain. 
I want a locally good wing place. You want to actually know the place that I've actually had the best wings from within recent history, but I think they took them off the menu. Where? Was um, Revs. Revs used to, and here was the thing why they were so good. Because they actually were full wings. They were full wings and giant wings. And they legit fried them. So they were a legit fried full wing and these wings were fire and their sauce was fire. But I think they took them off the menu probably about, I want to say about three, four years ago or so. But these wings were like worthy. See, the biggest problem that I have with wings is like you got to have sauce. You got to have some meat on the bone too. They can't be like too big. Otherwise, you're just having a, a full out drumstick. Right. That ain't a wing. No. But. The thing that kills me is like a lot of places, times they're small or they're like big and the sauce sucks. I need a place that has a nice combo like you're talking about where it's like everything's all made and meshed together just right. And like wingers had that because like they had like when I talk about size wings, I'm not talking about like a newborn's hand. I want like a five five to six or eight year old kid's fist for a wing. (laughs) That description. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because, like, it's it, it just, you know, it's something that people can at least relate to. But, like, I want something that's got some meat on it. Yes. It's got some, it's got some surface area to put, put some sauce on. Like, well, that in a, in, a, in a bite, a full bite. Yeah. No, I don't want to hit like, a bone in a bite. I, I don't want to, like, eat my all my wings in the owl method. I want to spin around like a rotisserie a little bit on the drummies. Mm. I like flats. See, I can get the flats, and I understand where the all method works out well when you're eating flats, but if you're eating drummies, I want to make sure that that's not just like, oh, yeah, I can just treat this like a Tootsie Roll and get it done in one lick. Yeah, that, that's fair. You know what? I'm going to say for y'all out there who don't really know wings, this is truly a wing connoisseur conversation at the point in which we talk about flats and drummies. <laughs> that there, bro, that's true wing love. All right, I'm with you on the wing thing. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna and, and I'll move on after this. Parker Johns. I am excited for Parker Johns. Hey, Parker Johns, if you haven't finalized your menu yet, I know you guys do barbecue, so I know you guys can cook. Put some wings on it. Yeah, put some real wings on it. Look, look, we got grown folks, grown folks who want real wings on that menu. Like we know you got the skills for the sauce. I've had your food; it's delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> All right, Parker Johns. And you know what? Parker Johns, if you're out there listening, look, I think you might need us to come do a remote show while we eat wings so we can share with the cash listeners about how wonderful these wings are. Is that a spinoff? Are we going to start doing food reviews now? Hey, look, we do food reviews almost every show. Dude, I'm for it. Yes, it's about (laughs) that life. All right. Cocktail or beer? I'm equal opportunity when it comes to alcoholism. <laughs> ah, fair enough. Is there a favorite? My recent favorite has been, um, and I catch a lot of crap for this one, but Natterdays, that fine craft beer from uh, Natural Light. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you just say Natty Light? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> more than a few people are going to listen to this and be like, yep, yeah, that, that's Morgan. But, like, I enjoy it because... One, it's a little bit sweet, but it still has some beer taste. Because, like, if you're a beer connoisseur, it, it's it's pretty much a Rattler. And it is just delicious. It's easy. You can get it at every gas station. So, mm. like, I don't have to travel far. It doesn't have to be niche. But that has been my go-to of, like, when I come home, like, man, today was long, but it was a good day. I'm having myself a natter day. 
I don't even know why I gave that applause, but you know what? Hey, look, Natty Light. Uh, I know there's people out there who are reminiscing right now of college years past and saying, mm-hmm. There's a church here in town that has a mystery beer machine. We'll, we'll shout them out later, but like, that's one of the options in there. Is like, I always feel like I hit the jackpot every time I hit a Natterday in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. Fair enough. All right, streaming. Streaming, right now I am behind on my shows, but uh, now that it just came out a couple of days ago, Book of Boba Fett, Disney Plus, huge Star Wars nerd here. Oh yes, yes. I'm I'm working on I'm I'm trying to work Disney Plus into my budget. That's fair. Like I, the main reason why I have it is, um, sorry, I got distracted by Bosco. Oh, once again, this is <laughs> Bosco the podcast dog doing Bosco podcast dog things. <laughs> but uh, so like Book of Boba Fett, I am excited to see where they're kind of continuing on the Mandalorian storyline and just moving further with that, like seeing where that goes. Because like right now, wasn't a fan of the last trilogy that we had. It, it was it was okay, but it wasn't like. Full Star Wars. I feel like all the spinoffs have been doing a better job of feeling like Star Warsy than anything in the main storyline. Okay, that's fair. I I haven't watched any of the more recent. I'd leave it to the classic uh, trilogy, uh, and I've watched a couple of the movies outside of the classic trilogy. Um, but you know, I'm. I, it's part of the reason I do kind of want to get Disney Plus because I do. I keep hearing wonderful things about these. These um, spinoffs. Like, um, the one that I wasn't super huge on, I think it, I want to say it was Sentinels. I'd have to look it up. But they did a whole animated series where they had different, like, anime studios doing it. But they had a whole series of, like, anime episodes of, like, Star Wars, like, stories. They were all very Jason, nothing tied to, like, the main storyline that we can all, like, think and know. But it was still very, it was in that same vein. And it was, like, kind of neat having them go through, like, seeing all these different artists and styles. And I found that, or it was Visions. Star Wars Visions is what, I w- what I'm thinking of. And that was actually kind of interesting to watch. Not all of them, not all of them are bangers. You can't have, have them all be zingers. But right. it was still interesting to sit and watch. And, like, anime is not exactly my thing, but I at least enjoyed seeing the variety. And, like, I have a feeling that there's probably some fans out there that be like, you know what, I like anime. Well, let me give that a shot. Like, I, I, I'd say it's worth seeing at least once. Fair. Fair. All right. Uh, shop local shop local game stores um i am a huge proponent of shop local especially when it comes to your hobbies because otherwise you lose your hobbies in the town like i i recently listened to some old episodes and i listened to one with graceland she's like oh i wish we had a bookstore well we used to have a local bookstore but i don't know if they just weren't getting the foot traffic where they end up closing up shop yeah now to their boon a local game store has moved in there and Shout out to Teddy and Charlene over at Adventure Games. Like, I have had more friends get into gaming because of like, hey, it's right here. I haven't been there before. And then suddenly they walk in. They've got a nice, knowledgeable staff. And they're able to reference and be like, hey, what what do you like to do? And they're able to actually read the person and be like, this, I think, is going to fit you. I like that. That's a good point. We did have a bookstore there. And that is a game game store now. Um, yeah, and it's true. Um it, does it does it cost a little more? Yeah, but it's more important to to support these businesses and keep those options available locally. Um, I just I just think it's super important and give you a place to go, uh, take your family to spend that kind of time. You know, it's it's, it's different. 
See, like I actually took, normally I'm not much of a shopper because I mean, lately it's been so convenient to order online, but like I actually took the day after Christmas, like I got a bunch of gift cards. I actually looked at the wife and I was like, you know what? Let's go shopping. Let's, let's make a day of it. And it was actually really nice to sit and just go like retail shopping again of just like, we're going to go walk around a store and just see if there's anything we need or like hey, just pick up the stuff we do need and just, just kind of look around and have fun with it. And it yes. was a blast. Right. All right, because it and I do feel like um, there's a lot of us out here um, who haven't done that in a while. It, like, and and is I mean, because we're 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 two years in to the pandemic, right? And so, like, it, you may it may have been two years, and you really haven't gone out and locally shop shopped in a, in a while. You know, do it because the businesses need it. And in all fairness, I also want to shout out Kevin up at. Flying Phoenix games for also being a huge proponent because I know any of the games that he sells or pushes or I shouldn't say pushes, but like pushes people to play. He's usually played himself. So he actually comes from also from another spot of knowledge there. All right. I like it. Shout out to both. Um, Side hustle. My side hustle is 3D printing. Uh, My current project, and I'm actually hoping within the new year to actually have a fully established business doing this. But uh, I make dice cups. I actually brought one here for Timber to sample. I know if you end up stopping down at uh, my old church of Mabel Murphy's, their entire fleet of cups is uh, it's this nice 3D printed product. It's made locally. Yes. <laughs> and it's something different. It's I don't know if it's a game changer. Everybody still really, really loves their old leather cups. But that was that was my model of where I measured off of and went for the same feel for. So, you know what? Stop down at Mabel's and give them a Give it a shake. See all you th- see what you think of it. I'm not gonna lie. This is a really nice dice cup, and you know what? This is gonna get used for some Yahtzee. I've got game plans for this, so we will be sure. I will. Um, a, a, we'll we'll uh, we'll take a picture um, with with the dice cup. Um, is there a way for people to actually get to you if they if they like what you offer? I'm working on that. Actually, we have our mutual acquaintance, Michelle. She's working on the logo. I've already got a name for the company. Okay. It'll be Cloud City Creative Company. It's actually, that's kind of an homage to my now, well, my late father, who ran a computing business called Cloud City Computing. Well, that was my way to not be a little bit too on the nose with beer money printing. So So that's literally our our slogan is like Cloud City Creative Company because beer money printing is too on the nose. Uh. (laughs) That that there is um, Bruh. that's special. <laughs> and shout out to our girl Michelle out there. Uh, you know, girl. You yeah. know. All right. Um, resolutions. My resolution is to work out more. Um, I spent this last so this last year. I uh, graduated with a second degree from from UW Oshkosh. Uh, shout out to the mechanical engineering department, Dr. Kleinides. Dr. Dijkstra, Dr. Olszewski, and Dr. especially Dr. Rue. I had him for two rounds of UWOSH. But um, with that, I've been working on a lot of self-improvement. And for me, I got my headspace right, so now it's time to get my physical space right. So that's my goal for the next year is to just at least start running once a week. Oh, okay. That's a good call. I like that. I like that. All right. Um, 
Yeah, we're not even going to talk about resolutions with me yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You make me just flop it on the table and you ain't even going to drop yours out? Wait, man, I got lots of episodes, <laughs> man. I got ideas. The Kosh <laughs> listeners will be able to hit me at some point, and uh, I'm sure I will drop them, drop the resolutions off. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I just haven't figured it out. So selfish. Yeah, you know, I am. I I have my moments. You can. I'm weak. (laughs) See, that's why I kept my reasonable. I'm like, I know I'm not going to do three days, but if I do it once a week, that'll make a difference. Yes. Well, you know what I'll tell you? My whole physical fitness thing is like what I have learned, and 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 I really like spin biking. Mm. Like I I got in this class, and I and here's the thing. Uh, you know, I, when I was when I was working at the university and I was in this group, uh, you know, Healthy Titans, and I had this amazing, amazing instructor. Shout out to Kate out there uh, over there in the kinesiology department. Um, and Kate, Kate would beat you up. She beat you up good. But you know what? That that spin biking was good. It, like it felt good. It was 30 hard minutes of sweat. Um, maybe 45 minutes of, of sweat. Uh, actually, I think it was 45 and, and, and it was solid. It just felt good. And I, and I really got into it and I actually miss it. Um, cause there was a camaraderie, there was a camaraderie within the, in the space, in the room of the different people who were also doing the spin class. And there's something about looking your fellow colleagues in the eye when you're getting tortured. <laughs> sure, misery. It's misery. It's, it's yeah. the same reason why veterans all are like, oh man, yeah, you get it. You've been there. Like, oh yeah, that's true. That yeah. <laughs> Every vet has a share. It's like if anyone even says the word drill sergeant, we all just look at each other, shake the head, and it's like, mm-hmm. Know about that one, bro. Man, I don't think I've pushed so hard in my life. Like, actually, I, I think I, I don't think I've hit muscle failure since then. <laughs> yeah, PT. There's something about PT that still makes the left eye twitch a little. Um, <laughs> and so, yes. Um, but yeah, I, I need to find that same kind of spin bike camaraderie. Because I really enjoyed it. It was it was good, and it kept me honest. It made me show up. Uh, and that's what you need. I feel like you need that, that group of individuals who, who like, you're just like, yep. You like, you feel bad when you don't show up and, and do your part. And that's one thing, like, uh, probably look out fire Oshkosh. I got to figure out their location. I have a friend that runs one of the franchises up in Shawano and keep on seeing good things from them. I've had a couple other friends go there, so you're going to see me soon. So (laughs) fair enough. I like it. It's a good resolution. All right. Kosh Hidden Gems. I'm going to shoot the game stores again. Um, Adventure Games and Flying Phoenix. I think one of the biggest things that, like, I have had a lot of friends that are like, oh, man, let's get into board games because it makes for an easy night to, like, hang out with a bunch of friends, have a couple of drinks, and not go out, especially in our current state of the world. Like, they don't want you hanging out in large events. Well, it's a nice way to kind of keep it smaller, keep it local. Yes. And they are the purveyors of that craft. And I think it's one of those things that a lot of people uh, don't realize is out there. Like, I've heard from more than a few people, like, yeah, I finally went into Adventure Games for the first time. Man, they got a selection. And it's like, yeah, they're here, but, like, go figure. They're like, nerds have been kind of, like, hiding off in their in the shadows for many, many years. But now that it's starting to become very mainstream, like, people don't know where to go. And there's we're lucky enough to have two game stores here in town. Like, that, I think, is a blessing. It is a blessing. 
No doubt. Okay, game stories. I, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. And um, I might have to find my game. And maybe that's, that's it. I have I have a favorite board game. That I love to play with my, my family, uh, my in-laws, um, called Sequence. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so shout out shout out to uh Rob and Pam uh and 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 all uh shout out to uh, Janet and Chris and and all my other uh family members uh in-law members who I get to play sequence with like sequence is serious. How many people do you I've never actually played sequence myself yet. That I'm actually kind of surprised cuz I know that that one's been around for some time. Yeah, uh you can play cuz you can play teams, so you can play up to 6. Okay. Six right. people, three teams, and it and and sequences like there's good strategy. Like it's not it's not random. Okay. Yeah. See, I I'm gonna have to look that one up because like I know I've I've seen it on shelves. That one's been around since I was a kid. Yeah. Where like now like there's there's so much out there for board games now. Like, um, the one that I I got for oh, Lauren and I got as a wedding present was the Search for Planet X. It actually does a fair job. It, it's like competitive Sudoku. It's a logic oh. game, but it's something different where it's just like everything's ran on an app, so you don't know where everything is, but as you get more clues, you figure it out. Or, But if you like sequence, I think Wingspan, that's one that I know a lot of friends rave about. Yeah. Highly recommend that game. Highly recommend that. Okay. I'm open to some new games. Um, actually, you know, my, my newest game here is if y'all don't know about it, I have uh, one of these Arcade One Infinity Tables. Uh, where all the games are built into it. It is a uh, pretty slick device. If you don't know, now you know, and uh, go look that up. It's 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 uh it's on some different. Is that like the old school arcade machines? But they pretty much took all the games and programmed it into one. Well, it's actually board games, so it's electronic board games all built into a one. Oh, yeah, it's a little pricey, but it's good family time. Dude, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, you know, I've I've definitely busted of several good games with the family and uh, me and my daughter. We get we get life. There's nothing better than a little electronic life. See, I haven't played life probably since like middle school, but like the one game that I know, like it always ends up in hours. That's a classic, but Risk. Risk oh. is an all day oh. event. Yeah, Risk. Risk is serious. Dude, people R- will ruin relationships over that game. Risk and Monopoly. <laughs> I don't, I don't I don't just play Monopoly with anyone neither because I you know because it can it can ruin a relationship so you know we get we got to be on the same page like there's there there's Monopoly ethics as far as I'm concerned because if you don't know man Monopoly you better be holding an open freaking book if you're the banker for that game because otherwise people will be like what are you sneaking some for yourself yeah yeah man like Monopoly Monopoly is rough now risk is different though that's pure dude. Risk like Monopoly, yeah. Fifteen minutes after the game, you're like, "Yep, we had a good time." You move on, but like Risk, any time that I've played Risk with my cousins, like we'll play Risk during the day, do a little bit of day drinking, and then head out to the bars after the game's done. But like when you go out to the bars, you're still discussing that game. Like you're just like, "Man, if my dice wouldn't have crapped the bed, I would have had that. I would have had Kamchaka." And yeah. it's just like, "No, no, no, you wouldn't have." And you just get that back and forth between each other, and like. You don't get that from a whole lot of games. Yeah, and then you know what you usually do? You go back from church and you go back and play again. Oh god, that that's an even bigger shit show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that happens. All of a sudden at two, three in the morning, you're you're, you're playing Risk. It, it happens. Okay, uh, what's the Kosh need? Hmm. 
I think what the cash needs is a nice resource to find a um, place to volunteer. Um, as someone who volunteers quite a bit, and we'll get into that later, but like a nice central resource for people to figure out, I want to help this cause. What group helps that cause? Mm. That I think is something that the cash needs. Okay. So so like a, a centralized location or a centralized resource where you can figure out, you know, I, I want to. Like these are the charitable groups here in town. This is their mission. Just like have a listing and then like almost like a directory of like volunteer groups. So it like Masons, they work with the dyslexia, VFW, veterans, um, Sleep in Heavenly Peace. They make sure that kids, you know, kids have a place to sleep or day by day warming shelter, help the homeless, like be able to list down who does what or like Christi- Christine Ann Center for uh, abuse victims, like have that listing. So if people know, like, this is a cause that I care about. I would like to help that with my time. Yes, this is true. Um, no doubt, you know, 100. Um, they yeah, I got ideas about that. They, they, my mind went to a space. I didn't expect that. So, uh, yeah, that, I, I think uh, that's an offline conversation. I think there's, I think there's a way to do that. Um, and you're right. Uh, people want to be able to. Here's what. Here's and I've actually had this conversation with my wife, uh, who wants to volunteer, but you don't know what you don't know because you don't know mm-hmm. what's out there. So I think this is a really good point. Well, it's just something. Well, like, and I'll talk more about it. Um, on the topic of the week, but like, there's like, you don't know what you don't know until you get into it. But like half the time, it's like just getting out of the house right now and like trying to be like getting people to take that leap of faith to be like, I'm going to go volunteer, but not knowing where to go. You don't know where to take that leap into. Yeah. I'm going to send my shout out right now to uh shout out to Chris Tarman. Hey, Chris Tarman, if you listening to this show, Hey bro, only because you know, he, he uh, was part of creating a, uh, an app that did that for officers where they put in the app connects all the uh, officers with resources that they need, uh, whatever that looks like mental health or whatever. Um, And so that right there came to mind and it said, Hey, an app, an app for volunteerism would be super nice. And, And then you could, you know, because I think that's just the way to do it nowadays. Well, it just gives people a central resource where it's not like they, they well, not saying you shouldn't go to your church and like ask around, but like that's how it happened like before we had the internet. But like now when you aren't even going, a lot of people don't go to their quote unquote church. Like it, you got to have a way for people to reach that and reach out to people. Uh, I agree. So, so I'm throwing that out there just in case there's some listening. And if there's anybody else out there, hey, you know, maybe this is something we should work on. I'll come help you. (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, Next segment, the naughty slash heroes corner. This is your opportunity to nominate, not necessarily a person. It could be a person, a thing, an organization or whatever to a, the heroes or the naughty corner. I am going to nominate our, uh, Nate Stiefvater. Um, he, after Mabel's burned down, he is the, uh, um, manager of what I considered my homeless shelter from church. Uh, <laughs> he, is <the> owner of, <laughs> he is the owner of Barley and Hops. Um, he um, also is the chaplain for the local uh, Freemason Lodge here in town. But um, just on his own personal bits, like he he likes to open up his businesses or his his business to having charities come in 
and fundraise there. So like one of the things he did this summer is he opened a Bloody Mary bar for, um, you know, charity organizations come in and fundraise for their cause. And he, he said, here you go. So it was like Oshkosh Kids Foundation, Masons, VFW. Um, there was another one, Oshkosh Area Community. No, Community Fund doesn't really do so much of that for their fundraising. But he had a different one each week where it was just like you got to see a spread. And it almost was like, it was almost like that directory, but in person where it was like, yeah, here we are. Here's what we do. Right. And be able to get that outreach. And like him taking the time to allow that, I think is a huge deal. So that's my Heroes, heroes nomination. Shout out to Nate. See you in the East. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to move on now to the topic of the week. Uh, this is this is a really, really, um, I'm excited about this topic. Um, I'm, I, and I'm going to let Morgan share with you what it is. Volunteer Local. So the reason why I say Volunteer Local is I'm, as a veteran, you're like, oh, man, how can we help? Help your local community because, like, a lot of times you don't see the people who need the help. Um, about the only time, like, even myself, even being, well, uh, we'll say, versed in the community here in Oshkosh, the only time that I saw half the people that needed help was running into a guy that I knew from uh, college the first years that had unfortunately had a little bit harder time with PTSD than others. But he... He at least, lucky enough, he got the help. He's got the help that he needs now. But a lot of times you don't get to that point or you don't ever get to see it. So, like, if you donate to, like, a Wounded Warrior Project, a national fund, that goes to something national. If you volunteer locally or work with a local charity organization, that money gets to stay in your neck of the woods. So, like, shout out to Zach Zabel from Fox Valley Veterans Council. I know they're working on the tiny village up there uh, in Appleton. But... Even if, like, my cause is veterans, but everybody has a cause. Everybody cares about something. So, like, they're sleeping heavily peace. They provide beds for Aubrey's families. Or uh, day-by-day warming shelter, making sure that the homeless have a place to stay warm. Like, that's why I really think that there should be a directory where people can go and figure out, this is the cause I care about. This is the one that I want to champion. How can I help it? And actually be able to be the bridge to connecting that. Yeah, I, I like that. And you know what? Um it doesn't take a lot. Like people think uh, it, it means a lot, but you know, uh, several hours of volunteer a month or, or whatever that looks like a meeting a week or, or, or even less. I mean, it, it doesn't take a lot to have impact. Heck even signing up to help an organization. Like you don't yes. even have to be a super active member to still help. Yes. Like in the past, I used to organize the VFW's uh, annual fundraiser where, where we sold baked potatoes at country and Rocky would say, Man, do I miss that. But, like, I had friends and family that would be like, hey, man, uh, when's that coming up? I kind of want to come help your group out. Because, you know, a lot of these volunteer opportunities, they're pretty cool experiences. They are. Like, for ours, I would feed my volunteers. I'd beer my volunteers. I'd even T-shirt my volunteers in in our last couple of years. And it was, and they got to see a nice show for free. So it's like, there's a lot of other opportunities like that in town, like, Pick an organization here in town, Waterfest. Most of their stands are ran by volunteer groups. That's true. So, like, hey, guess who's playing at Waterfest? Oh, you can volunteer so you can, A, help a cause and see a show. There's all these opportunities around town and just making sure that you get with the one that fits your wants and needs for helping others out. Find it. 
Volunteer local. <laughs> Volunteer local. All right. Um, there's not much more I can say to that. I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I totally agree. Well, I and, and I'd like to expand that, not just organizations. What I also uh, expand into is get involved, um, get involved in your local government, uh, get on some of these um, uh, committees. Uh, there's good committees. You don't actually have to be a council member because the committees are who give the council members uh, things, the things to vote on or to talk about or to research on behalf of Um but just get involved. Um, you know, uh, you can't just sit home and gripe about the way things are. And then you, you're not willing to put a sacrifice, a little bit of your personal time and get involved and, and be the change you want to see. See, you already hit that one. I was, I was getting ready to bring that one up. Of like, you can't complain about it if you aren't willing to do something about it. And that's right. That's the thing that kills me about a lot of people like, Man, I really hate to see homeless vets. Great. You want to donate some to your CVSO office or help out a local veterans organization? Or if maybe that's not your cause, maybe you want to make sure that, you know, local kids get to have a nice warm bed to sleep in. There's yeah, you know, that's there's plenty of, like, other stuff that's around town of, like, like I'm just partial to vets because that's who I am. That's what I've spent a lot of time with. But right. there's so much more that's out there and around Oshkosh where like if you have a cause we're big enough where there's probably a group that's taking care of that cause right that's true and then and you know we are we're lucky to be in an area where there's a lot of different volunteer opportunities there's a lot of good organizations out there um one that's going to be coming up I think in this new year um that we probably haven't talked enough about is going to be um the uh, the refugee population, you know, there that's about to happen. That's yeah. actually what I should have had my like, what in the world is going on with? Because like, when we were coming out of Afghanistan, it was fresh in everyone's mind. But how are they actually doing? Like, are they adapting well? Like, Wisconsin is a very different place than the mountains of Afghanistan. <laughs> 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 Facts. Um, I'm just thinking. Um, I'm just thinking in general, like, okay, so there's this population who's about to come, uh, who are here actually at Fort McCoy. Um, and, but pretty soon, I think they're going to start uh, finding, finding communities to place these families in or these individuals in. And that is a great volunteer opportunity right there too, because they're going to need resources and, and um, it's going to be super important to help them, um, you know, because what you want is you want them to be able to be um, uh, comfortable, amazing, productive members of the community, right? At, at the end of the day, yeah, because they're that's what they are. They're part of the community. I see, and like the one thing that I really hope that we do better this time that we didn't do well in previous times was like after Vietnam, a lot of the Hmong population, we brought them over here to provide them asylum, but they still kind of felt segregated or like left it to themselves. Like I know that now that there's, they still kind of like enjoy the having their own community, but I really hope that we can do a better job by making these people coming here feel welcome as Americans. Like they help if they got a special immigrant visa, it means that they did something to help us along the way. Let's take care of them just as much as we take care of our own. Yes. I, I, I agree with that. And, and me personally, I'm just along the lines like, um, you know, if, if, if they're coming just for the sake of your own community, 
you know, do what you can to try to, to try to help opportunity. Um, because they're, they're going to come here and they're, we're not, none of us are built that different. Oh, there, there is common, there is common need. Uh, we all want family to be safe. We want our children to have good upbringings and education. Um, we want a decent job that we can provide with. And I don't care where you're from in the world. Those Dude, basic needs. That's a universal standard, man. <laughs> it's a universal standard. And, and, but when you're coming to a new place, you like, know, a little bit of help can go a long, long way. Then I want to, if I actually hope we get a family here in Oshkosh, I have a feeling there might be one. We just don't know about it yet. Yeah, there's going to be, uh, just knowing a little bit about what's going on. Um, there, there won't be one. <laughs> <laughs> fair yeah like, there's probably gonna be more than a few knowing how like how big the town is yeah. but like i really hope that we can make them feel welcome because yes. like I'm, and not just like the midwest nice i wanted to just be nice yeah because these people like they've already gone through a lot like imagine you had to give up everything like yeah you're moving to a different country like they are in like they essentially crossed through the cupboard and they are in Narnia right now. Yeah. Like and helping them understand like this is how like things can operate here. Like, yes, your views are welcome. Come at it into our melting pot. Like yeah. that's America in my eyes. Yeah. That's true. Like we're not trying to we're not trying to make you us. Yes. We're what bring we're gonna it in. Yeah, just bring it in. We're well add it to the stew. Yep. See, yeah. and that I like that analogy. Or I like that added to the stew because we are like, I was, you know, I have a traditionally European background, but like, there's been other things where like, I was lucky through Uncle Sam got to travel and see a whole bunch of different cultures. Like, there's some things that are nice about like other cultures. Like one thing that I miss from Iraq, chai tea. Like, not like the stuff that you get at like, flipping Starbucks. I'm talking like the small batch chai tea where it's like mm. you have a shot of that and you feel like you are to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. All, right. All right. That's facts. I like it. Okay. Um, anything else you want to add to volunteer local? Um, I think that it's, it's going to be more rewarding than you, you think it would be. I would say expect to be surprised. That's the one thing that I would, I would like to add to that because a lot of people don't realize until they get into it, take that leap, go volunteer. You'd be surprised what you see. Agreed. Okay. We're at that time where we're going to start winding down. So um, as always, uh, Kosh listeners out there, I'd like to tell you um, we our work in progress. We are always working to be better for you, um, to make a better show, to connect, get, get amazing guests, uh, to cover topics that are interesting to you. So, um, once again, um, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out and let us know how we're doing, uh, at ask the cash at gmail.com. Once again, that is ask the cash at gmail.com. Uh, as you all know, and I do swear by this, I do answer all emails personally myself. Um, and if you ever want to say something to one of our guests, I will be more than happy to forward any information. If you've got any questions, um, any statements, any topics you would like to see covered, uh, you know, once again, we're going to be transforming in the new year. I'm, I'm hoping to maybe, you know, whether you guys realize it or not, um, 
Timber's a big fat nerd and we got good tech over here. So uh, our good tech makes it possible for us to do some cool things. And, and we might actually go down a road where we're going to take some call in. Um, and, 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 and it won't be necessarily a live call in, but it could be a call in where you call and you leave us a message. Dude, I could get behind that. Like having like a little bit of, add a little bit of radio show in here. Oh yeah. Well, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and, and you know what I would really like, you know, I'd like ask us anything. The cash AMAs are great. AMA surprise. Some of those questions that come out of there, like, like I remember I've read through a few on Reddit and just like, how did you come up with that? Like, that's a wonderful question. But, huh? What? <laughs> All right. So what I'm going to say is uh, continue to listen to future podcasts. We're going to have a phone number where you can leave us a message and, and, and we will play the question as is live and, 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 and we'll talk about it. I did. I think that'll be a fun segment for the future. For it. I'm looking forward to listening to it. Cause I, I'm I'm kind of curious to see what people come up with. Yeah, I, you know, and look, don't be and these ain't look, don't be calling me with no stompers. This ain't this ain't trying to stomp the cash. I'm talking about let's talk about something. Oh, dude, I I enjoy a stumper. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> you might have just volunteered yourself to be the stomper specialist. Hey, whatever. <laughs> I'm a stomper. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Once again, do not hesitate to email us at askthekash at gmail.com. And you know what? It's, um, you know, it's my favorite time of the show. Morgan, you know what time it is? <laughs> it is shout out time. Love shout outs. All right, Morgan, who are you going to shout out today? I am actually going to shout out uh, Freemason Lodge, Oshkosh number 27, um, to the brothers down at Lodge. Thank you guys for making 2021 an especially good year for me. All right. Anybody else? Uh, shout out to my now wife, Lauren, and hopefully she hears us. If not, I'm gonna, she's going to. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I want to shout out Lauren, too, because you know what, Lauren, you if you all don't know, Lauren is a trivia beast, an absolute trivia beast. We actually start going as our Monday date nights again now that things have finally settled down after the wedding and mm. settled again. Like, so if we end up talking with uh, Mr. Kloss and we get invited back to university, we'll we'll come uh, show up for the VRC. Okay, there you go. Uh, shout out to Mr. Kloss out there. Um, all right. Anybody else? You you good? I'm good on that note. Okay. Uh, my shout out is going to go to... Uh, Mr. Todd Moen, hey, bro, happy birthday out there, bro. Um, yeah, I don't know when this is going to play, so it's not going to align, but just know that the shout-out of your birthday is on your birthday. So I'm thinking about you. That's my brother from another. Um, shout-out to Madison365. Um, I, I got recognized as um, one of the 48 most influential African-Americans in the state of Wisconsin. Um, it's a special, special honor. Um, so I want to send a shout out to Madison 365, particularly uh, Harry Sanders. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate that. I uh, saw that the other day on LinkedIn. I was like, I can't believe I didn't mention that. That is awesome. Congrats, man. And, I want to hit the little clap button. Oh, oh well, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a cool <laughs> deal. Um, that's what I will say. Um, work uh, it's it's about the work um i'd like to send a special shout out to my uh jewish 
uh, brothers and sisters out there from the from the Moses Synagogue in Appleton. Uh, had a nice little conversation with individuals uh, from that synagogue. Uh, I didn't say the whole name because I didn't want to slaughter it. So, <laughs> but you know who you are. Um, thank you for being welcoming, kind, and and educating. Uh, taking the time to teach somebody who didn't know nothing about that, know anything about about. Uh, the Jewish religion and culture and just spending time with me and, and helping me understand. I think that's super important and just being nice about it. Like, you know, uh, we're all ignorant about things. Um, and half the battle is finding the right people who are okay with your ignorance and then taking the time to help you not be so ignorant. Like speaking of synagogue, did you know we have a mosque here in Oshkosh? Yeah. I've known about the mosque. I mean, that would be a cool one to almost get them on. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, first of all, the cash is open to all. Yeah, hey, if you don't know, look, I'm happy to have anybody. And if anybody is listening from the Miles Care in the cash, I would love to have you as a guest. Let's talk about Let's talk. Yeah. Hey, come on and correct me. I want to say it's Al-Amadiyya. I believe that's the name of the mosque. Uh-huh. If not, come correct it. We, I think it would be cool to hear your story. I want to hear your story. Yes, we would love to hear your story. Um, shout out to... Uh, Chris and Janet Weiss, uh, good looking out. They uh, they they hooked us up for our birthdays. Um, super special, right there. The time with them is always amazing. So special shout out to them, and a shout out to Paul Van Auken for inviting me to the. I don't even know what we call it, but it was it was at the food co op. It was kind of like a Christmas. Christmas get together and it was just really nice. It was last minute. They pulled it together. Um, and it was just a nice thing to be invited to really cool people that attended it. Uh, really good food made by the food co-op. Once again, big shout out out there to those people working at the food co-op. Um, particularly, um, we're going to give it up to Doug and Miranda back there handling those, uh, handling that food. So, you know, shout out. I do have one last shout out to add in. Oh, go ahead. The Gibson and, Will Amaker, their bar manager, he will always make a fine cocktail, but it is a beautiful space that they've opened up there for, like, hosting events or even, like, their Thursday beer hall, and they even open up for Packers games, and it's just a neat way for them to, like, bring something new to the downtown. Look, I'm looking for an invite. That's what I'm looking for. I've had, Actually, my daughter just went to it last night and said it was amazing. Uh, look here, Gibson. I am looking for that invite. You know what I would really like? I would Dude, like to go I'll do get, a remote show at the Gibson. We'll work on it. Yeah. Dude, I think that would be I'll, cool, we'll right? We'll get in touch. We'll, we make I'll, it happen. All of my people talk to you people. And then we'll talk to <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I am all the people. And I wait, I want some people. Uh, I need to look. The goal of the cash in, in 2022 is to get people. Yep. Yeah. Fun fact. So am I. I am my own people. <laughs> all right. So we are at the end and we wind up with parting. Words of wisdom. Morgan, what do you got for us? Anger is a wind that blows out the lamp of the mind. It is something that I saw on a uh, former, we'll say, I guess, colleague's uh, tattoo that he recently got. And it was something that I felt like just hit home. Do you have an entire tattoo that said that? He has it on his arm. Shout out to John Ackerman. He's not in the kosh anymore, but that's that's how I got to know him. Nice. The kosh. <laughs>